podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello everybody and welcome to the latest Anfield Index Under Pressure podcast. My name's Dan Kennett and with me to go through the oh so near but oh so far um, at last two matches of the league campaign. Um, we don't have gags, we don't have Sai, uh, he's otherwise engaged um, after winning yet more trophies with Derby ladies. Um, but I do have the other members of the team to help me go through this. First of all, I've got our, my namesake and our resident data collector. Um, Mr. Daniel Rhodes. Good evening, Rhodesy. Good evening, Dan. You don't, don't, don't make it easy today. We're roller coasters, goals conceded first. We go down, come back. City go down twice, come back twice. And then you and then you still collect two lots of pressing. <laughs> and then I was up at four this morning collecting this. <laughs> <laughs> my word. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and we do have our most qualified um, sports science sports science professional here. Um, we t- he's he's professor of data science at Middlesex University. It's Dr. Phil Barter. How are we doing, boys? I hope we're fully recovered and ready to go for Saturday. Oh yes, always, always, always. always. Yeah, yeah. On to the next one. That's what I say. You know, anyway, no time to feel sorry for yourself. Exactly, exactly. Right. Okay, but we are going to talk about uh, first of all. um, We're going to talk about a little bit about Southampton because it was a week ago. Um, We're going to talk a lot more about Wolves, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Champions League final. But we're going to start with um, Southampton. Um, and just on the Liverpool lineup, so many changes from the FA Cup final. As expected, it went to extra time. Um, you know, it was Saturday, Tuesday, turnaround. <clears throat> so short, short, short interval. I think, I think is it, am I right? It would have been Wednesday, apart from the fact that there was the Europa League final. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but we VVD. None of the injured players, big three, were risked for um, Fabinho, VVD, and Salah. None of those were risked. Um, and we had Costas coming in for Robbo, the most exhausted player in history. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think. I think uh, you called him that. Was that you, Dan, last week, or was it the <laughs> most exhausted player you've ever seen yeah. in the cup final? <laughs> yeah. Costas came in. Uh, it was Joel and. Uh, Ibu at the back. Um, Gomez came in for for Trent. Um, all change in midfield. Hendo wasn't risked. Naby wasn't risked. Uh, Milner was the six. Jones and Elliot. First time we'd seen Harvey since was was it was it since Inter? Yes. It, um, was it FA Cup after that? Was it no? Oh yeah, yeah. FA Whichever Cup. order that is, but it's one of those two games. Yeah, a long time, a long yeah. time. 
Uh, and then um, the lesser spotted Taki Minamino in the front three as well. Um, you know, and uh, none of the none of the starters from the cup final, again up front were were all were risked either. So from the start, so I I think in total it was nine changes. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, um, Bart, you are our resident opposition analyst here as well. Um, did you call a five back five for Saints before in in in, in your preview? <laughs> I did. I did say they played it against City, right. uh, and I thought they might. I got two draws, and got two draws. So I thought they might go with that. Personnel, though, wise, I have. I think they were suffering from fatigue as well because the guy who played in the middle of the three hadn't played since March. Stephen and played. No, Jelenko. Uh, J- um, yeah, yeah. You know, I on the right of three. You're right here. Sorry, yeah, he he, Yanker, yeah, yeah, he hasn't played since March, and he comes in and plays against Liverpool. Um, <laughs> and then Stevens has played. I think he's he played minimal minutes over the past month and came in and started against us. So, yeah, it it, it was it was it was a interesting um, Romero in midfield again is normally their yeah. partner. You partner with. Um, uh, Wal Prowse and he didn't start, so presumably he was carrying something a weekend. So yeah, it was a bit of a change from them, but system wise, it's what I thought because they played it against City, they would do against us, which meant a lot of the areas we'd identified in the report. You know, we we did attack. You know, uh, set plays. They are not very good at defending set plays. We scored off a set play. Uh, some are third worst in the league. They have a particular problem around actually either side of their six yard of uh, their penalty spot, which is funny enough where we put the ball and Matip scored from. Um, similarly, they can defend the penalty spot, but not actually either side of it, which is a bit odd. But there you go. Uh, they don't do very well in ground jaws around zone fourteen, which is normally where Romero plays. So, and if you look at the build up to the goal, it goes straight through zone fourteen into Jota, into the left-back area, which is another area they don't do well on ground zones, uh, ground mm. jewels. So it kind of all pieced together, even though the personnel might not so, have been their first choice. I guess the question is, I mean, how the hell did they get two draws against Man City? So. Playing first-choice players, I think, might right. have helped. Um, and, I mean, even if you... They scored a counter against us, right? I know it was deflected. But they have a pattern of play that as we saw at the weekend, again, Villa did it against City. If you are extremely direct with quick players against City on the counter, you can go and score. Mm. You, can, you can hurt them, right? And that is, Southampton did it against us in the first, what was it, two, three minutes? Mm-hmm. Broke from a, it was a foul, obviously, but they still took advantage, pinged it down the left channel. Redmond uh, jinks around, hits it off a, yeah, Milner tries to block it and it flicks in, but the break is straight there, extremely direct. He's only got one thing in mind, and that is to drive towards goal. It's what Watkins did against uh, City at the weekend. It's what they would have done against City as well. So it's a pattern of play that works against certain sides. And to be fair, as we'll come on to, Wolves did something similar to us at the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, it just I would say that. Okay, so if you if you're playing against teams which compress. The pitch like us and we do it and City do it um, to an almost bigger greater extent as we do that yeah. you are going to that that we all know that, that we tactic that, yeah, yeah. To, to that yeah. tactic if you can execute it yeah if you can execute it, and that that's been I think that's been Saints' problems 
And it was evident there as well. They basically haven't really got, is it Bojo, whatever his name is, plays up front, it's got Broga. a limited number. Yeah, of, yeah. I think he said it's got a limited number of goals. They're, I said in the report, as long as we stop the set plays, we limit their, their uh, XG development because yeah. that, that had something like 75% of their XG was from set plays over the last five games. Obviously, uh, the big news, Roti, was that despite the nine changes in this match for us, yeah. uh, we did get to see the player shortlisted for the uh, the players' football PFA awards. <laughs> how, how did he do? Well, Browse. <laughs> you <laughs> saw it. You got it. <laughs> I have no idea how we got on that shortlist. I've, I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't seen much of Southampton. Maybe. Yeah, he's been there one key standout, and I think uh, if you're going to use a counter-attacking strategy with passes from deep, he's a guy because he's very good yeah. on the ball. He's absolutely terrible off it, though. I mean, he's not great off it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, where would you rank him in centre mids in the in the Premier League? What twentieth? I mean, how has yeah. he got onto that PFA shortlist? I just, I, I, I think twentieth's kind. <laughs> yeah, I, I think how, I think I think we've got seven better than him as an all-round midfielder. Yeah. Is it is it voted for by players? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe they just see something that we don't, but I don't it's see. Free it. kicks. They just give it to them because it's free kicks. kicks. Which yeah. honestly it's could be it, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's extremely quality on the ball. He's extremely maybe maybe good on the ball. maybe he's just a good lad. Who knows? <laughs> what that Hendo got it last year. <laughs> yeah. Now we got now we got the writers, didn't he? Did he? I thought he got players. No, I know the right. Did he get, oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. Because of the narratives. Because yeah. of the narratives. And that's the thing, isn't it? Narratives. Yeah, yeah. Two City players get their awards. Well, where, where, where's the narrative around what Browse come from? I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Rosie. Um, yeah. Um, what was the match summary like, though? Um, it was a lot of a lot of high volume of shots. Um, and a very... Well, 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 not for them. Zero. Not for, not, definitely not for them. 24 shots to four. 12 shots in the box to one. They had one shot in the first half, which is the goal. But this is our first game of the season where neither side had a big chance. So, um, yeah, we'd our highest quality, according to understand, our highest quality shot was Jota's on the hour mark. Um, that was 0.11. Um, the, for 24 shots to only have 1.3 non-penalty XG, you can see how poor that is in terms of 6% average per shot. Um, not good. But with nine changes coming back from a goal, a deflected goal on the edge of the box when it shouldn't shouldn't even have been allowed, um, it it I think again we've had a few cliches these last few weeks, but it's just one of those games where you had to win it. That was it. Nothing else was nothing else mattered. I'm going to say that the Redmond shot was just outside the the box, which yeah. would mean yeah. it would be the second game in the last five. Yeah. Where the opposition had, along with Newcastle, the opposition had ours didn't even have a shot inside our box. Yeah, yeah, Some, yeah. not crazy, crazy good anyway, or crazy bad from them or one or the other. Yeah. I just thought that that they were. I thought they were really, really poor. They were so passive. I mean, they at least at least they tried more in the second half. Maybe they maybe uh, maybe maybe Hassan Hootel realised they were too passive, you know, in the first half after after they scored. Yeah, but. If you look at it the other way, how about we were good? With nine changes, we still look like Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and we we sat there as someone going for the title and went, you ain't playing. 
and we kept them in the half as we'll go through. If you look at some of our midfield stats, you've got what well, Curtis had a 93 pass completion, Milner had a 93, Henderson 92, Naby with 100, Harvey Elliott 85. You know, we we had a very good units of play. I mean, um, I thought Bobby's performance up front, we've chatted about how recently the nine has been, I wouldn't say a problem area, but an issue because of the hold-up play part of it. Yeah. Now, Bobby here put on, a ma- he put on a masterclass, but Bobby's receiving success rate is the highest I've seen for probably 10 games, 87%. Mm. And he received, 30, he received 13 progressive passes in that. So in terms of Yes, all right. I agree with you. Saints were passive, but actually, we were pretty damn good with what we put out. Yeah, the the, the, the passing network is nice. Um, yeah. I guess what was missing, Roger, you collected this match, um, was it was just one on one pressing all over the pitch. It wasn't any. It wasn't group. Yeah. Wasn't group. It wasn't chain. That I mean, that you can forgive that, can't you? With nine changes. Oh yeah, right? exactly that. And it's nine nine changes. What would you can't you can't have a, a 35 percent group ratio when you've got Nine changes. You've got players who haven't played for six, seven weeks. You've got players we haven't seen for months. You've got players coming in who haven't played this system. Um, you've got players who aren't fresh. You've got one uh, centre back who's played under just played 120 minutes. Um, it, it just, you just haven't got a fluid, um, cohesive unit of players there, and they're, they're gonna and and the effort was there, and we yeah. were putting back, and the efficiency was decent. Especially, I thought Jones. Was, and Minamino were very good in the pressing. Mm. Um, so you, you can't expect them to be as good as what um, we'll come on to that we were against Wolves. Yeah, it, was, it was between Jones It was between Jones and Jota for, for top yeah. presser, for statistically, yeah. in this month. Yeah. I mean, it was low. There was good intensity, Rosie, like you said. Um, but it was, also, it was all solo, all one-on-one stuff. Um, but, you know, some good... Good amount of possession wins considering the type of opposition we're playing. Yeah, a um, lot of turnover ball. Seven, um, sorry, uh, five shots. No, okay, XG was low, point point three, but still five five different shots and seven counter attack situations. So, I mean, yeah. so so there was a lot of stuff trying to be forced. It was more mm. that final that final ball at the top end of the pitch that was the the weakness, right? Yeah, yeah the decision making. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which has been an issue for a bit, hasn't it? Yeah, it's but that's that comes with you know decision making is neurological as well, right? It comes with fatigue. It, Absolutely, your players are as you quite rightly said. Even the guys here who've not played and come in, they've still been involved minutes as minutes, and yeah, it shows you, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, I think it was it post non shot and. Um, uh, non uh, non penalty xG was a fairly high score for a start. Well, oh yeah, what was the um, what was the non shot xG from five thirty eight roti for this one? Two point nine. Let me have a look. Two point uh, five. So that was significantly higher than the xG. Yeah. So that's yeah. Again, that's that's always what we say is indi- indicative. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a difference you look at, isn't it, when we're not making the right decision in the final third? So. Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, uh, what we were talking about last week, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we we conceded that un- unlucky goal um, for two weeks. Yeah, obviously um, it was it was should have it almost certainly should have been a foul, and then there was a big deflection off Milner. I think it was Milner. Yeah, yeah. Looping over yeah. Allison. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it, it was um, a bit of a freaky one. But we respond pretty well. Um, not too many, um, you know. Roger, I think Roger used. Did you say the highest chance we had was point one one? Yeah, Jota on the hour mark. Um, yeah. he, he left footed shot. A Simicast cut back. Just uh, cuts it across the far post. Just misses. Eleven yeah. percent. I think there's three Southampton players in his way, so it's a good example of um, where location doesn't override, you know, the players in front of him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a couple of low value, very low value shots, block shots, specifically, but before we do equalise, but um, Bart, it was a lovely, um, lovely little through ball and finish, wasn't it? Oh, it's. It was pretty much like it's a kind of goal we we, we can play. You know, it's a, it's good interplay with between two four players, uh, and Jota rolls it in and Attacky, as we have said on this pod numerous times, and you've made the point of Attacky is a is a phenomenal finisher. Mm, so yes. I mean that what is this, was that a point one point point yeah point, point one point, chance point one chance and he but scores he, it. But he he blamed it. Into, he blamed uh, it. Yeah, into the corner as well. Yeah, the keeper's not getting anywhere near. I don't know what the post shot was. I don't know if anyone's got that, but um, okay, probably pretty high. But it was, well, yeah, it I was, just it was actually past. It was actually past the Southampton keeper before he actually moved. Before he could react, exactly. It, I think before yeah. anybody reacted as well because they didn't expect him to put it in, like to have a shot from there. I tell you, um, didn't. <laughs> Jay Rosie, I tell you, didn't react. One, Martin Tyler. Ah. <laughs> He's such a miserable twat, isn't he? <laughs> he's, he's got to retire. He's just—he's got—he's gotten to the Loro stage now, isn't he? He's just phoning it in. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. horrible. It's—it's it's not nice, is it? It's, really? Give it to somebody more passionate. Exactly, exactly. But it was—it um, was a good period of possession, though, up to that goal as well. It was a good. Both centre backs making good runs with the ball. Costas won it after a breakaway. It was good sustained pressure. Um, and then we we work it forward, and and Jota turns provider again, and um, Attacky does the rest. But no, it was that was I think it came at a good time as well. Uh, it wasn't too long between the two goals. We said that previously as well with the, the last game at Villa. Um, we scored within five minutes of going behind, so you need don't don't leave it too long. Um, yeah, well, the last three, last three last three matches of the season, we come from behind. We concede the first and come from behind in all three. I mean, that's yeah. that's a hell of a mentality That's... isn't it to do that repeatedly and BVD's not started any of them no no he hasn't oh no well the Villa one wasn't it did he no nah, he didn't didn't play Villa no who did, we, play who, did we, who did we start against Villa no didn't he come off in the he came off in the cup final didn't he no no because yeah, no, he got that. the assist for Matip against Villa he did play oh uh, yeah yeah sorry he did play yeah yeah yeah, yeah my bad yeah, yeah Villa was before yeah. that yeah, merged so, it into one week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, a point five for the tactic shot, fifty percent. Yeah, post shot. There you go. But um, just uh, I'd, I'd like one thing we said for the first uh, four months of the season was that basically Jota was Jota wasn't getting anything in terms of you know expected assists or actual assists. It was all in in terms of his shooting. And and actually since he's been gone yeah. since he's gone on his gold route, his actual creative side is been is the best it's been all season, right? Yeah, yeah. I think what's in this game he's got uh expected assists of point uh one three. Um he's got XG chain of point six four. Um yeah. which is probably some of his best number later, but some of the best numbers he's had. 
Um, so, yeah, definitely. He's had to sort of... He's also playing wide, though, isn't he? Because Mane's taken the nine roll up yeah. more predominantly. So Jota's gone back to where he, where he was for Wolves. Yeah, yeah, and, and Bobby came into the middle of it. Yeah, but, Bobby you know, came into it, so but, yeah. But Jota's shown that you know when he plays the left role, he's 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 um um he he he, he will get into goal scoring positions. And yeah, score he will. a lot. Yeah, because yeah, that yeah. was where he basically started his Liverpool career, wasn't it? I mean, he, yeah, he drifted in. More, yeah, and then he's moved more into the centre, you know, for the first half of this season. But you know, stuff changes, and we always say on the show that you know it doesn't really matter as long as you've got. Two players banging in the goals who are in form and hot. You know, it's when you get two or three players all who were going through the cold spells that the team suffers. And you know, yeah. it was Jota was hot at the start. Manny's got hot. You know, since uh, since February. So this is you know this is what you need. You just need people. You just you just need to rotate it almost right because yeah, no one yeah. can stay hot indefinitely. No, and then you also need like we've said. It's a, I think we've said all season the roles at the front. You know, you need the people to play the roles to do that. Um, and as I said, I thought Bobby's performance at Saints was was one of the best I've seen him in in months. And he gave us a platform to play from. Uh, he was dropping in as well to make almost that box, which you can see in the pass network in midfield, which helped, I think, Jota. You know, so I think it it was a, a really like you say we you have to share out what we need to do. Everyone needs to do their role well. Um, and Taki was the finisher in this in this setup, if you like. Jota was was playing the ball in, but Bobby gave that platform to to hold the ball up from the from the back, and then to play out. So yeah, it it it, it worked well against Saints. It worked well. Could have been uh, very tricky with five at the back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rosie, any other business for Southampton? No. I, I, I'd, I'd like to have collected the um, chain of seven that we've got across there. I'm trying to remember which one it was because it's a week ago now. But I'll, <laughs> I'll try and get that clipped and stuck in it and stuck in the UP group. Yeah. Uh, but um, just on uh, Taki Minamino, uh, 10 goals in all competitions this season. Um, goal, uh, 0.88 goals per 90 minutes played. That's... That's pretty phenomenal. Nice. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's a season of season of dreams uh, for Taki. Um, and if you know, the there's always... happens, if the treble happens, he has been absolutely vital. Yeah, for sure, yeah, I, absolutely. We said that we wouldn't have won the cups without Taki. Yeah, you know, I just thought. Um, I thought the other thing to note is, I know it was solo pressing, but we were still doing that on eighty minutes. Yeah, you know, we played Saturday. They've oh, yeah. got the win, and yeah, eighty minutes. They're still. It's a solo. It's not group. I know it's not our most effective, but we were still trying to prevent them from getting any sort of opportunity to see out the win. Um, I just, I thought that was real testament to the to the drive in the in the team to make sure it went to the final day. Yeah. Uh, just quick, having a quick look at Taki on his career as well. He was thirty. He was thirty-one shot percent, thirty-one percent shot conversion for the season. Obviously, that is hot. But he was he was twenty two percent last season, and he had two seasons at Salzburg of twenty two and twenty. So it's not he's not it's not wow. um, yeah. So his career his career shot conversion is now nineteen percent. So that, that's incredible, absolute incredible finisher. Just and a final point, Dov. Apologies for going on about this, but um, <laughs> it's a, you know we're talking about process. Okay, so oh, yeah. the model, you know, the non penalty xg production that we look at, uh, which we did earlier in the season, and and. 
and we sort of factored in that the difference between non-shot and XG was part of it in terms of the final decision in the in the final third. But equally, what we do with the process. So, what was the XG again? Someone give you that for this game. Was it one point three, not point one? One point three. So, to give you an idea, what we should have done with that in terms of the modelling of it, we should have produced nearly three XG over three XG with that. So it shows really? you that yeah. So it shows you that. We had the fundamentals, our pass completion, our passes, our key passes, and our final third. Um, uh, but we, we, because we weren't quite there and our final decision-making in the final third wasn't there, we didn't turn that into greater XG opportunity. Okay. And that is where your, I think, some of the fatigue elements, which are non-tangible, we can't measure that through stats, but that is where yeah. I think it starts to feed into it. Yeah, and just on shot of what we were saying before there about Jota's creative side. Um, so he scored 23 goals uh, this season uh, and he is on a 12-match scoreless run in all comps. But he's got eight assists and four of those have been since he last scored. Yeah. Which is a bit mad. But there which you is go. He's a bit mad. <laughs> so there you go. Um, yeah, almost as mad as some of the shouts about Jota I've seen recently about oh, uh, when he's ended. Me. Actually, ended the league season as the best is the highest non penalty xG per ninety minutes in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, what do you shouts? I'm glad I've not seen these. <laughs> no, just 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 craziness, pure pure craziness, Roti. Uh, <laughs> people getting emotional. You do get Right, okay, so let's talk about um, this movement to Liverpool 3, Wolves 1. Um, final day, um, big selection needed, um, and we went with uh, VVD was still out, Fabinho was still out, and um, sorry, they weren't risked, and, and neither was Salah. But Trent and Robbo come back in as fullbacks, Thiago Hendo and Keita come back in, so full change of the midfield three there, and Diaz Mane come in up front. Uh, only Jota keeps his place from Southampton. But Jota lines up on the right, being Mr. Versatile in this game. Um, and then we got and got Hendo as the six, with um, Naby as the right-sided eight this time, rather than the connector on the left. So um, all in all, um, guys, a pretty pretty strong team for us, All you know, considering the, the knocks we've got. Um, um, but on Wolves, they went three at the back, as always. Um, but I mean, I, I do, I do like the way that they've continued the three at the back with Bruno Lage. Even you know, even it wasn't just a, a new no thing. He's come in and he's kept the three at the back. Um, you did you predict that, and and did you yeah. predict much about the rest of Wolves? Uh, yeah, with, with, I, with the opposition scouting, same sort of thing. I looked at what they did against City, which is a, probably a bit of a cheat, but um, it was three at the back. It was mainly they have been playing three four three a lot. Okay, uh, and just varying what they do with the top line, so either three wide or a two and a one. Okay, um, and in this game, uh, they kept it. They actually probably had two, probably fair enough, and one joining from midfield. So they so they had three centre mids in this game. They had three centre mids in this game. Yeah, yeah. So it was more of a five three two, if you like, because the two wide players were pushed really far back. Um, but that is still roughly the same principles as they've been playing all season. Um, as we discussed pre-pod, they've they've not really, you know, they've created what three point uh, three point three six pre-prior to this game over five games. So what's that? 0.6 xG a game, and they yeah. give up 0.6 xG a game. So you know they conceded three oh nine over the last five games. So it, it's 
they are what they are. You know, they're 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 quite good at, at keeping the score down, if you like, and not conceding a lot of XG. Yeah. But because of uh, as we said pre-pod, the injuries and the loss of personnel in those front three or front two, whatever combination you want to work on, they're not as um, clinical going forward. Yeah, um, but the, I guess one thing, one difference with um, Wolves, um, Barts is that yep. they, they they play genuine wing backs. They don't yeah. play. It's, it's it's definitely you wouldn't say it was five defenders. It's their genuine. No, no, no. They, 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 a- yeah. Nuri and Johnny are good. Are good attackers as well. They're very good attackers. I just that we push them right back. Yeah. Um, and I think they were prepared for that though, because tactically, as we chatted in the chat, and uh, we can chat the fast maps in there. They were. They were looking to go direct, or Nevis was going direct into left and right, um, into the into either forwarded split. They played split the, the two up front split, so they normally you you two would try and stay close to each other if you like, so that if one won the ball, there'd be another one round the typical not quite big man little man, but you know they're not down and playing from that. But what they did, they split the two front men, so Nevis had two targets to hit with a ball straight out as soon as they won it, and he'd go straight into them if they held it. Um, they held the ball up, they would go and join in support and get the whole team up and give a bit of a break by recycling possession. And if there was an opportunity to break, as in the first um in the first goal, then they would they would take it and they try and do something as a two, which is what happened with the first goal. But mm. generally speaking, and that was their pattern of play, and they were they were extremely good at that because Nevis is very good on the ball. He is, and he was the top target, unsurprisingly. I'm just gonna find the targeting dashboard now. But he was, it was over 30. There was, again, the, the wow. number of targets on. on. Um, how did you see it, Rosie? Because you had to this tried, game. As, tried as best to uh, cut off that um, link between their real, only real threat. Um, but he's so good. He's, he's so quick. He's so good at shielding it. But he's so good, a bit like Tiago, of, of a little turn, a little body swerve turn to just give himself <clears> enough space to give it. Um, I think if Phil puts his pass map in the in yeah. the uh, in the group, you'll see that <clears throat> he had he had a few fails, but that's because the players weren't getting. And the, the ball itself was quality. The balls that they were playing, he was playing in particular quality. Uh, Matt, uh, who was it who was targeting him the most? Mane, um, Mane, ten times, yeah, yeah, and um, then the rest successfully as well. Yeah, um, I mean to be fair, I mean we targeted him thirty-one times. We've got five possession wins and two leading to shots. That's a pretty good return from somebody who plays quite deep in centre midfield. You, you know, you're going to get a lot of output from that, right? But yeah, I, guess... I, think two, I think the two shots that we conceded when we did fail led to big chances, though, and that's the balance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, he. But I think the thing with him is he can produce quality even yeah. when he is under heavy pressure. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I think mean, what we go. On. I don't. I was going to say, but I don't think there's that many deep line centre mids who've got a better range of passing than him in the league, are there? No, no, I no, definitely not. Um, I can't even do. Like, Tiago's different kind of deep line, isn't he? But yeah. Fab doesn't have. Fab no, hasn't got that range. I mean, I'd say Neves has got is a better passer than Fab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stevie I mean, back in the day playing that role probably, but um, yeah, I would say I'd say he's probably got a better range of passing than Kovacic as well. Yeah, yeah, Kovic is more of a box to box for me. He's yeah. not a, a sitting and pick a ball and pass. It, like Modric, mm. Modric is probably someone yeah. who can do that kind of ball. But I tell you what, we did yeah. better than Rodri, I'd say. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Rodri again is sideways. He's a bit like Fab. Yeah. To be fair, I just don't. He's as good as Fab, but he's um, 
he short the, passes defense, defensively good. he's not as good but yeah no. yeah the, but anyway there's a lot to like about Ruben Neves I mean yeah, yeah. although at the same time we did get we have to be acknowledged we did get a lot from him when we could when we could get to him um but yeah, it would have been um it would have been good to see that I forgot I didn't have time to ask you second half first half split but I think second half we stopped that ball at source better right uh, I don't they I rewatched it rapidly back again today on an effective place of boarding play and uh, I thought second half had, I was like how do we deal with this how do we stop the breakaway and we shut those down at source in the second half so it would have been good to see uh, perhaps the targeting was more improved in the second half I don't know whether Rosie saw that so, as well yeah so so fair to say that their game plan was very much to get the ball to you know to, to Neves to Three balls, and switch, three balls and yeah. switches to wide midfield to wide positions in attack. Yeah, uh, and our game plan was very much to try was very much focused on shutting him down. Um, but um, we we do concede um, really early. I mean, the, the Rosie, the Fed say that the crowd was absolutely cock a hoop at the start. The atmosphere was terrific, right? Unbelievable um, atmosphere. But, do you want them that summary before we go on to the goals? Oh yeah, go on. yeah, go on. It's what is a good one, um, especially with the pressure we're under. Um, and it, as as Phil's just mentioned there, this is what I quite can't quite <clears throat> get my head around with Wolves. They they they've been so good defensively, but so limited in terms of going forward. In this game, they seem to give it give all that up, and they were up for a little bit of a basketball. Um, but yeah, th- three point two xG for us to one point two, one of our best in weeks. Um, Twenty nine shots to seven. That's the joint second highest we've had this season. Then we had thirty against Leeds or Villa. Um, seven shots on target to five though someone saw the shot um, quality in terms of uh, accuracy wasn't too good four big ch- chances to four though to concede four big chances from seven shots isn't good but nope. we were taking risks 61 penalty box touches to 15 that's the third highest this season again um, our first defensive error strange how opt have given him this but I'm, I think it's good that they have um, for Canate, for the one that led to the goal, for them. Um, well, George, this is quite a good discussion for anybody new listening, right? What, go on. Why, why do you think that's a strange one, John? Because it, because the defensive error metric is supposed to be on the ball defensive errors. And he um, doesn't touch it, and he doesn't touch the ball. But, but it makes a huge positional but, error. Go on, but right, so. It's. I, I don't think what your definition there of literally touching the ball is that 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 needs that that's not right because what he's trying to do is he's trying to perform an opter event right and the opter event yeah, he's trying to no, trying to perform yeah. is a clearance right yeah and he and he and he he basically fails he gets under it he completely misjudges it um yeah. and so what the saying is it's not it's not whether it doesn't have to be on the ball or it doesn't have to be touching the ball or make contact with the ball. The intent is there. Yeah, the intent. He's trying to perform an opportunity-defined event, which he fails, and it directly leads to an opposition shot. And I and I agree with them for giving it him because yeah, it was a clear, absolutely, clear. absolutely. Um, and, and, and what we were talking about, with Phil, before three point seven non-penalty xG in this one, Phil, our highest of the season. Good time to do it. To not point five, yeah. and then marry it up with the actual, with the actual production as well. So yeah, yeah. seven to not point five is huge. Yeah, modelled XG was three point eight seven. Was it? Yeah. So process was good in this game. There was, um, I, w- I will say, it was nearly two XG after the 
75th minute. Yeah, but, um, but interesting because I, I I kept saying I was watching it with my son. I was hearing commentary. If you listen to the LFC um, commentary on it, Mark Lawrence and after about 55 minutes, I know you mentioned him phoning it in, but he he, he was quite <laughs> receptive in this game. And he said, "We'll keep doing this." He just kept saying, "Wolves will tire in the last 15." I kept saying it to my, you can, they can't, honestly, we are creating so many chances, they're having to concentrate so hard, we will create some quite high quality chances in the last 15, because they will tire, and they did, and we did. Yeah. I think Lawrence got it right there, I mean, um, non-shot XG was 3.7. Yeah. So, yeah, it was actually quite a good game in terms of us decision making, considering it's the last one of the season, you know? And there were seven, eight different players had a big chance. Um, although the Jimenez one was a big opportunity, the one where he uh, crosses it. I think it's the one where he crosses it and misses it to Huang, but is in one on one. I think that's the one they've given him for because he didn't have a he didn't have a big chance shot. But the rest of them seem to be uh, fine. Yeah, seven yeah. seven different individuals for big chances is quite unique. So just for Wolves, it was it was Neto, obviously. Um, yeah. You mentioned Jimenez there, the one we didn't get the shot away. And the other two was, one was for Huang, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Huang that Alisson saved and Dendonka. Um, oh, yeah, when he puts it wide. Right. Yeah, yeah. A 1-0, yeah. Yeah, 1-0 to them. 17th yeah. minute. Okay, so let's talk about the opening goal. Um, Our this, one. So, yeah, they're totally, they're, they're, yeah um, because, because we, we talked about the Canate mistake, but it's an absolutely fantastic cutback from Jimenez, isn't it, for... for um, Neto. Oh yeah, it's it's exactly what you want to do. You know, if you if you get a chance, pretty much break, a, a commit, and be aggressive in your dribble and deliver a ball. And that's exactly what he did. He dribbled aggressively into an area, pulled it exactly across a six yard box, and um, he, he's kept the, the his partners kept up with play and tapped it in. That's that's exactly what their game plan was about. If you've got an opportunity to do it, go and do it. If not, hold possession and wait for your teammates. They had two on yeah. one. And it wasn't offside, by the way, for all those who were worried about it because it was from a goal kick and you can't be offside from a goal kick. The amount of people who don't know the rule, even our fans that, I, that kept saying to me, that's offside, or was in the, on, the, on TTT saying that's offside, that's offside. No, it's no. not. It's not. Yeah. You mean from a yeah yeah from a dead ball goal kick, not going like out of his hands. No, yeah, but that's that's yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. from a yeah. from a restart of yeah. play. Sorry, Dolph. Yeah, yeah, restart. So, um, I guess um, the the next big event after that. Was net hundred minutes yeah. according to in the league this season, um. And so, we, but I, I do remember him breaking onto the scene, and you know, a couple of years ago, when we look at the stats profiles of him, then, and you're thinking like this, this, this lad is profiling at somebody at uh, age 19, 20, who's who, who's potentially going to be like somebody we should be we should be interested in. I mean, he was very, very similar to say, for example, Jota, yeah. um, amongst others. Um, but you know, you, you you look at him now, and he, you know, he's only, he's still only twenty one, um, but he's really bulked up, and he's got, you know. But to see him go off like that was 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 a massive boost for us. I thought. Um, oh, hugely! Yeah, and I think I think you're right. I think I think you'd mentioned him on one of the committee pods before. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, and I think he was a teenager. 
But now, as as Sai always says, he I'm not going to say it because he's not here. Availability is 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 a really un <laughs> undervalued metric, and yeah. he's had what two big knee injuries now. I think he is. He's not played a lot this season, and he's come back in this game and gone off with the same knee injury. I, I would suspect that probably going to rule him out of a move to a. I don't want to upset Wolves fans, but a bigger club, you know. So, um, but when he was on, he was causing us a lot of problems. I don't think we should have any qualms about upsetting Wolves fans after the away end on the weekend. No, 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 for sure, for sure. But no, I think he, he he's good on the ball. To be fair, he is uh, a very characteristic Wolves player of recent years. You know, they've brought a certain, they've brought very technically good players. Adame was a bit of a, a outlier, should we say? Yeah, but you look at their midfield. You know, Dandonka, yeah. uh, Neves. Um, who's the older guy? I can't remember his name. Um, Zinio. Yeah, all technically superb players. Um, so he kind of fits in with that mould of, of superb, technically gifted players. I would yeah. say, Dan, before we went off, we did have a big chance with Diaz, didn't we? Yeah, born. I was going to say he was put through. Oh, sorry, I was getting the timing wrong. I thought, yeah, I thought that was, uh, I thought it was after. Sorry. Yeah, that was in the ninth uh, minute. Yeah, great assist by Matip. Lovely footed through ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, should score. Should score. Yeah. Should score. Uh, yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, but yeah, I've never never seen eight big chances all from different players. That's definitely a, that's definitely a new one on me, Rudy. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> Just, yeah. That's what happened to me. So after after he after he goes off, I, I I think we do play extremely well in the attacking sense, Rosie, in that uh, in that whole of the first half. I mean, you know, the the, the concern would be is that um, it, it, to be fair to Carragher, he was calling this pretty early on on the comms. He was basically saying we were attacking. They spent the whole half attacking like it was the last ten minutes. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we were extremely aggressive, and you collected this one, didn't you, as well? Um, and it, it it was a big pressing game, huge, huge. Well, you noticed it, Dan, because I don't I, I don't know if it's nerves, I don't know if it's anxiety, I don't know what it is. But when I was watching it, um, I didn't notice how aggressive we were in the pressing. And I said to you, we were talking the other day about when we're going to arrange the pod, and you said I think there's going to be a few. Pre-. I said I didn't think they would, and you said there's definitely going to be some pressing stories in this game. So we, we sorted it, and you, you've worked extra hard today to get it done. And yeah, you were right. <laughs> um, we, you have to be aggressive against a team like that. You have to keep showing. And it was high. It was the high press zone that, that we like. Um, you know, more than a third in the high zone. But not in the box. It was honestly, it was genuinely just between the edge of the penalty box and when the mid zone finishes. So if you have a look at the... Yeah. So if you look at the um, heat map for the pressing. Look how look where that red. It's like basically a red on ball. Two, basically on, red on, ball. on two deep two deep lying midfielders playing wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's you, exactly what it was. But if you look at the pressing chain as well, that's really unusual yeah. to see that much pressing chain all the way across the third. Yeah. That that is mad. It's like a wall of. The chain, the players working two, two, like mainly twos and threes, obviously. But um, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The pressing chain was, um, you know, was um, was 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 at a normal level in this way compared to say the previous match against Southampton, when it was all nearly all solo. But yeah, it was, um, and then and then five, uh, sorry, six shots from pressing in total, yeah. a total of one point two xg. Now a lot of that is Robbo. Um, near the end, but yeah, you know, the, the deal shot was impressive. What, what do you use for the under? Do you use understat for the values? Yeah, 
Uh, except the Champions League, where we get the because um, um, they Info don't do it, goal. we have to get the info goal. Yeah, yeah, point four seven that was. I I still thought the counters as well. We 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 creating pressing, and it's hard to counter against a side who were, who were that deep. But we yeah, like mm. Phil was talking about before the pod when they were like pushing us up and keeping keeping control of the ball. But then as they was edging out, we then suddenly win one and then hit them on the counter and then occasionally the final ball doesn't come off. But yeah, it was. It was a really aggressive press. We were every last bit of energy we had in this game we expended. Um, I thought the subs helped as well because when you bring on fresh players like Morcella, it's going to. Uh, well, let's just hold, let's, let's, let's hang fire on that. Ridiculously good. Yeah. Mane was good. His link-up play, it's been discussed, but his pressing was superb in this game. Yeah, and uh, this is one of those things I do have to highlight. This again is that there is a difference between the way we collect the pressures and the way that Statsbomb do it off the video. Because um, Mane on Statsbomb only had seventeen pressures, and the top for them was Cater with nineteen. Now Cater got twenty nine from us; he was second for us in volume. But Mane got thirty six, so he got double what Statsbomb gave him. And one of the things we we we've looked into myself and Bart trying to understand the differences is that. For example, with with stats bomb, if you if you if you if you're pressing somebody, and you make a sustained run, say for about two to three seconds, stats bomb will only credit you with one pressure. Yeah. Whereas we will collect each each opponent that pressed within that two or three second burst. Yeah. And there was yeah. quite a bit of that in this match from Mane, wasn't there, Roti? He'd go it after was. one, and then he'd have to go the next one, and then the next one again. So did Milner when he came on, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he was doing a bit of that. You mentioned Manny's. Manny was good up front, though. He's got 80, 83% receiving success. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's, that's good. You know, that, that's good for Manny. Uh, Jota was in the 80s as well. It was, it was yeah. good. He did his job well on and off the ball, I thought, in this game really well. It's yeah, just unfortunately no, he was offside for one of the chances. Manny, Manny won possession six times. Two of his presses led to a shot and yeah. one left to a counter. What yeah. else do you want? It is, it is. Um, maybe a bit more in groups for Bobby, but yeah. Um, but let's talk about the goal because um, it was an absolutely sublime equaliser. Um, I, I, I think this is this is my favourite assist of the season. I mean, there's a few more to go through. I did, I did ask my Twitter followers. The most popular answer seemed to be Mane for um, against um, against Man United against that fantastic. That's my favourite. Is it? Hmm. And there was, dink. No look, dink. There was also a Salah for uh, against Man U away. A Salah That's assist, like I think. Yeah, for Mane. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some people mentioned Hendo for Salah at Old Trafford. That was another it, good. One. So was it this season only, Darth? Yeah, yeah. Oh, assist okay. of the season. Hendo at uh, Old Trafford away was pretty decent. Yeah. But your favourite was the, the 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 team move where Mane does the spin the spin pass layoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was mine. But this yeah. one's this one's magic, isn't it? But this one is this one is this is one of your eights <laughs> getting into the attacking half and basically bypassing packing stats would have been I think six on that. <laughs> like, this to me, this goal sums up Thiago intelligence because he first receives the ball wide left yeah, off the centre half pops it back into Canate and then yeah. Canate progresses the ball and while the Wolves midfield are like okay fair enough we'll deal with this big guy coming towards us with the ball 
Thiago's gone and sat in the pocket, ready to receive that progressive pass, checked over his shoulder where Mane is, and he's already knowing what he's going to do when the progressive pass comes from Kanate, and he just flicks it over the top. That is all you need to know about how intelligent our left eight is. And yeah. it, was, it was all about Thiago's movement in that. He also, by playing, by by popping, being there for, to receive the ball in the left wing, it increased the width between Wolves midfield, which meant the yeah. passing lane was more for Canata to drive into. So it's absolutely perfect play from Thiago. He makes the, the, the space bigger for his teammate to thread the ball through, which he's also going to get on the end of and flick it into a glorious assist. That's exactly That's what our connector should be doing. Yeah, and it was perfectly weighted. Oh, um, was, he, he put him yeah. into acres of space, and it was a big chance, and, and he finished it brilliantly. So it was just an absolutely sublime goal. Yeah, Superb. Um, now, not long after that, um, he, um, he 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 feels his he gets his you know his little tweak. Now, do we know what it is, Bart? So have you got your ear to the ground? Have you got the jungle drums out on this yet? Do we know the prognosis? The oh, chance of gags in the fatigue index. A part about it because the bit that was released was really strange language to me it said minor achilles injury or something um and then it was later it was bruising in the area so it's the club the club has clearly putting out some um you know a puff piece, not muscular no it sounds like there's bruising in the area if you look at the taping before the game from the warm-up which thank you to patrick for finding the image for me it shows that they have k-taped that area up which suggests they are managing um, some sort. I mean, I'm a, I, without that's usually stop, from a kick, right? Normally from a kick, or they're trying to deload an area, which could be the Achilles. But without seeing the full extent of tape, because he had the socks on and the warm up, you can't see what particular area they're taping up and moving the load from with the K tape. Can I ask? You, can, can I ask a really important um, yep. professional question? Is this the kind of injury that can be mitigated in emergency situations by a painkilling injection? And that, without knowing the degree, I wouldn't. Yes, you could, right? I'm not. I'm not going to be frank. If you're bruising, yeah, that's a risk, right? Because did he, did he tweak it when he tried to put. He played a pass, didn't he? A, a, yeah, uh, but he, I, he also gets pass. kicked. He does get a kick earlier on in the How half. It is. Um, so I don't. Without knowing the full extent of it, I couldn't say. Oh, we're going to take that risk. If it was a really low minor one, yes, we could take this stuff. But yeah. you, de- you definitely know if we do give him a painkilling jab and he does lo- line up against Real Madrid, then Casemiro is going to kick him in the first two minutes. For sure. And this is where I think the club... <laughs> but that's where the club have played it. Really. Anyway. I think the no. club have put out that for a reason. I think they've said certain language to try and, you know, put it away from where it is. No. But, yeah, it, it, the, if it's in the kiddies, right, okay, the problem you don't want to take risk with the kiddies is... As you get older, the elasticity of your tendons and your ligaments gets worse, so you get stiffer. Yeah. So if you get an injury in that area, an older player, it's really hard to get back to the levels, and you need that that particular tendon to create the power, right? Yeah. It's not like when you're a youngster, the guy at Palace who did it, yeah, he did his Achilles tendon, he's back playing now because yeah. you've got the full range of elasticity. So it's quite a serious. I'm not saying it is serious. I'm just trying to give a, a context of why I would be more concerned than if it was just a normal bruise. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. If it is the actual Achilles, I'll be like, I think the, the club would be really weighing that up and talking yeah. to the player because yeah. it's more of a risk than if it was just yeah. bad bruising. But then, then at the same time, he doesn't play internationals anymore. Um, well, no, he's picked, isn't he? He's, in, uh, he's probably oh, he? going to be in the squad after. 
Oh, is he? All right, okay. And then I see. Then he's got the whole summer to to recover. But uh, he has, he has. So yeah, I, from what from the evidence that's out there, it looks like the club are doing their usual PR of pluffing it around. But it does seem to be in that area from a kick. He's got bruising. The extent of it, we don't know. And not we'll the hamstring, know. which everybody first thought is it? No, it's not the hamstring. No. I wouldn't. Yeah. Then that would you would have definitely been out. He definitely um, been out. Yeah. yeah. So um, and you know, just on a technicality, would it be cortisone that would be used for painkiller injection these days, or not? Still is. I mean, yeah. yeah. Still is or a steroid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Watch the space. I guess on that one. Um, but yeah, he does get the, he does get the kick at this point. Um, we continue. We've got two more presses leading to shots in this half, Rosie. But then Ro- Wolves, as will be the pattern either side of half time. Their counter-attacking play um, was was fantastic, and they did. I thought they played us as well as any other team have played us this season. In, well, in we, we mentioned Spurs, didn't we? Who yeah. have been the best teams at Anfield this season? Spurs definitely, City obviously, and mm. many other teams. Brighton, Brighton did it. Brighton, that's it. Yeah, Lallana managed to get him between the lines, didn't he? Remember Lallana and um, Trossard? Yeah, yeah. But was was Brighton more? I don't know. I didn't do that game. I probably. Yeah, I just Wolves and Spurs and City went at us. Do you know what I mean? They had a tactic in to different ways. in, different, in a ways. Dif- in different ways, but they had a tactic to go and score. Yeah. Whereas I think Brighton might have been more contained. Oh no, but Brighton, Brighton, but definitely played. But it was different. It was. It was. It was not what we're talking about. What these games is the. Um, you know the, the spring in the counter and yeah, the yeah, yeah, line, yeah. Where, yeah. whereas where Brighton played a possession based game yeah, and got sure. two players in between our defence and attack and right yeah, in between Hendo and back the back the back line. Yeah, this is the Allison save, but in this one, I think there was we, we were really trying to pressure them. It was just before half time. Um, I think Kanate commits too much again, um, and Juan gets away from him. And Matip can't come across to cover, but it's a superb football from Johnny. Um, yeah, you know, and that again, I think it's with his wrong foot. Um, <laughs> but it's the intelligence of it's the intelligence of Wang to know that it could come, and it's us committing tactically to press in that exact zone where, if you look at the heat map, it's a, it's the same zone that the pass comes from. So yeah. we're doing what we plan to do, and they did what they plan to do, but they executed it superbly in this. And then obviously, Allison does what he does, saved a big chance one on one. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, and then, but yeah, so I think we got. I got the Dendonka one mixed up with that because the Dendonka, the Dendonka one was before we even equalised, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, I, I thought that was in. I don't know about I you. Uh, I was having kittens at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but that Not was a big much, chance, right, Roti? Not as much as City fans. That was what. That was a big chance, wasn't it? Yes, the Dendonka yeah. one. Yeah, that was a big chance as well. Neto gets on the end of the. Through ball, doesn't it? I think that's a Neves through ball, um, and then he cuts it back for Dendonka, who's a it's a great run. Uh, I thought Hendo played well in this game, but that, and I don't even think he could catch Dendonka in this one because it was I think, a powerful run to get to the edge of the six. It was, it was Robber, wasn't it? There wasn't covering um, either. It was Robber. It was lost. But the, the thing is, yeah, I think you're right. Hendo didn't do too bad in this. I think his his passing was was okay in this game, but. We know that Hendo has, has a slight mobility issue with runners past him, right? And yeah. if you're playing a tactic where the third man runner is going to come past your six, then you don't really want Hendo playing that six. It's just we had to play him there. Yeah. Um, and he did what he had to do. I thought 
I thought we came out second half and had a real, uh, to use that horrible phrase, but had a real go, like put massive pressure on it. We had really long periods of play. I mean, you know, you know the Mane offside goal? Beautiful that, move. That was a great move. But that ball was in play for two minutes, seven seconds. Yeah. Now, was, we, that, was that the possession time, was it? That was, that was it. that was balled in play time. We definitely yeah. tried to control it more, didn't we? And that's half. what I'm saying. So we came out of second half and we had several. I mean, the goal for the Robbo goal, the ball was in play for three minutes, 42. Really? Right. So we, we wow. had long periods of possession of over a minute. And I know this because when I do my rewatch, I do it on effective ball in play time. And it gives you the time, time, time stamp on that segment of play you're watching. So there was, and I was looking at this going, wow, these are long, long segments. And there's, they're literally like minute, minute and a half. Which software do you get that on, by the way? Scout. All right. So, um, and that's what, so the second half really, we had that first bit of the second half with the offside. We had the penalty chance. Then we went with our, our seems to be a bit of a plan B, two, two, two holders and four up front. Yeah. And we asked Bobby to do a bit in midfield to help us out. And that is the period that Wolves started counter-attacking us more because we only had two left in midfield. So you have to, I think we have to caveat, yes, Wolves were brilliant in the second half in a period. From I think about 70, 75 minutes, they started to come and have two or three, four-fold chances. But it's because we took away the safety back in midfield and we went, yeah. we've got to win this game. We put on four attackers. Yeah. And, and we had to. And we had to. We had to go for the league. At that point, we are going for the league title. If we well, scored before half time, I, I, I think it would be that's, that's here, near, and everywhere. But anyway, it's different. So, so be, be, well, between the Salah sub, what between were you, three. What were you thinking when Coutinho scored? Me? Both of you there. I was thinking we're going to win the league. Damn. Um, I, I have no doubt we'd score. I had no doubt we'd win the game. I just well, wanted this to win it earlier. I wanted to get the second goal. I earlier. was. I thought we were playing well, but I I, I didn't think we, we were gonna. It was a given that we were gonna win because I thought Wolves were playing really well as well. So, I, I if anything, I thought it was gonna be we're, we're gonna we're not gonna win it, and then City aren't gonna are gonna drop points or something. I you know I was almost at that point. I think, oh, yeah. <laughs> which would have been even worse. But I yeah. I, I guess thought so, because Wolves were causing us trouble. Um and um, yeah. Um, how much did you celebrate the Mane offside goal? Oh, Matt, I was, I was, I was so much. <laughs> you know what? I celebrated so much. My watch told me I'd fallen over and started calling it. It's nine nine nine. Brilliant. But no, uh, it's unfortunate. It was, like, it was just slightly offside. But I know that you can't leak. You can never chat. But I do think if we got in at half time two one. <clears throat> Yeah, you never know, do you? Never know, do you? Never know. Because um, they were two 0 at that time, weren't they? They were two 0 down. No, one 0 wasn't it? No, I mean, I know this isn't. A, I know this isn't a city part, but they also made, they, they they also um when they 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 played um, Fernandinho at centre back, and then they, they finally rectified the mistake. They brought Zinchenko on. They played yeah. properly. They played two full backs, and and they then they created loads and loads of you know what you what you'd normally expect. So it was almost like Pep hamstring himself with his with his initial selections and and what what and then he fixed it. Glorious chances in the first half. Watkins did. Yeah. Um, I don't know anyway, why I watched the city. We're not talking about. We're not talking about city. Right. So let's finish <laughs> off first because this was a this was a bloody hard enough game for us to win anyway. Yeah. So um, so so we 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 do like for like with Jota for Salah. Salah yeah. comes on instantly. Um, has um, does he have does he have a big chance, Rosie? Do you think he gets put through? And do you think that's a big chance? No, yeah, it doesn't go down as well. And the only big chance that he 
Is it an opportunity? Is the goal? Uh, it doesn't qualify as one. Not, not Opta don't give it as one anyway. It's just because he cuts back inside into danger instead of you know into Bolly. Well, I think uh, I don't think he gets a shot away, and I think because it's the end of the box and someone cuts him off, I'm guessing that they don't give it as an opportunity either. But it looked like a big chance, didn't it, when he's clean through? Do yeah, when the he, when away he, one. Yeah, when he's lining up, when he's lining up. He, he's lining up well. Cody, yeah, lining up Cody, isn't he? And he, and he, and then yeah. he, and he ducks back inside, and Bolly's there to cover, isn't he? Basically, yeah, just as he's taking the shot. I think it does it go down as a block shot. I think so. A nine percent yeah. chance. Yeah, he so, has. got a point two on sixty-eight minutes, Salah, on edge of the box. Yeah, point zero six on understat. Yeah. yeah. So, but at that point, then that's when you say we gamble. We we take off Naby and put Bobby yeah. on. Um, Bobby. Let's be kind. Isn't very good with the ball in this match when he comes on. No, it's what was his pass completion? Fifty percent, sixty-seven percent, seventy-five, seventy-five percent. But you got to remember, this is too because I watched this. I thought he was going to be hearing this right, much. but actually, for the last ten minutes, he's brilliant. Okay. He sets up Robbo's goal. Remember, all oh, right, great touch play. So I just. He was so horrendous, just, he was horrendous just, for the first bit. It's just, just between, before we take the lead, when he's horrendous, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was like a trampoline, then. right? It was going yeah. into him and it was bouncing <laughs> up, yeah. It, but, but then something happened in the last 10 minutes, his touch was a lot better and his control. And it says, without him, we don't score. Robert doesn't score. His pressing was poor as well, Dan. Yeah. Was it? 60, 62% efficiency. So... This this period, um, Bart's, um, when we say when we gambled, how did you see the Wolves counterattacking? Because it was there were so many opportunities for them, right? Where they didn't get the final ball, they couldn't make it. They had men in space, and they it was it was pretty pretty harem scarum stuff, wasn't it? Yes, uh, but I think it was. Don't get it wrong; they were three on two for a lot of the time, but our ability to defend one, we won. Came to the fore, right? Whoever we had at the back knew how to deal with the player with the ball. Okay, and they made they cut off the options and made the the pass they had to make or the shot they were given to make difficult. If you're playing a back four that are not used to defending one v one, that that wouldn't have happened, and you would have seen them stretch play, uh, allow the back play to be stretched. Sorry, and the chance the three the advantage in in opponents, you know, three v two would have been made to count. But we didn't do that. We we came we became solid. So the one player would take two if you like, and one would go to the ball if you like. But we didn't. The distance between the two wasn't massive, so the, we didn't become stretched. We were still a defensive unit. It meant that the the three v two was actually more of a two v two, and the options were cut down. So we made sure, and we made their play predictable by our ability to defend one v one, and we did that very well, actually. Um, there was a couple of chances here and I get that, but you're going to get that with some of the takeaway. But generally speaking, I thought our ability to defend 1v1 and make their play predictable came to the fore. Okay. Don't get it wrong, we're still, I was still panicking, but, you know, it, still, it was good. On a second yeah, Juan, yeah, Juan was pretty useful. I mean, he was, old, he was Minamino's old mate, wasn't he, at Salzburg? Yeah, yeah. but he had, he had a lot of It was Minamino, Minamino, Huang and Haaland. Was yeah, three. not bad front three. <laughs> not bad. But their shots were from... This uh, the Hoang shot you're talking about there is point one, yeah. edge of the box, yeah, yeah. 
the one that's more, I mean, even the one that's allowed in the box is only 0.3, 0.03 on 74 yeah. minutes. So do you know what I mean about we limited their chances? It was no chances. opportunities, wasn't it? It wasn't really the shots. It was the missed opportunities. They had a three-on-one that didn't end up in exactly. the Exactly. Well, and we, we forced them to make, yeah, we forced them to make the wrong choice. Uh, yeah. I think made a bad pass. I I I've got five notes from after after the after the after the cater sub before we score. I got five notes for Wolves. Yeah, I've got a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um there's the there's the Huang shot tipped over, first of all. Yeah. That's more that's more straightforward. Yeah. Um that's seventy one. Then there's the um Huang header, seventy four. Yeah. Um which we've discussed. Then there's the one which doesn't come out with a shot, which which um, I think is this the missed opportunity, seventy five minutes, yeah. Rosie, yeah? yeah, and he goes ahead of Huang and he can't he can't get anything on it from the from the cross, mm-hmm. just hit it too hard, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's the one on eighty, Salah's shot blocked. Then um, well, Salah has two shots in that period of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it basically Allison forces Dendon Kawhi, doesn't he? Yeah, and, and and cuts down the angle and makes a good save. Yeah, and then there's another one um, with Aitnuri just after that. <laughs> so, any did I miss any? Have you got any more noted? No, because Aitnuri again is a is a seven percent. Oh, is outside the box. That's that's not what I worry about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but let's talk about the one that did go in. <laughs> it was it was another another set piece. We didn't even talk about the Matip one in the last match. I can't believe we missed that one. That was a bit of a loopy one, wasn't it? A bit that of a, was yeah. Bit of a was freaky one. It was still what? into targeted area. It was still out swinger into targeted area. Matip, out out swinger to two Matip. No, it was flicked on, and then it's like um, Walker Peters headed it onto Matip's head, and then, and then it looped in. I thought Matip puts it straight in on the replay. I'm not having yeah. that. You're not having it, all right. It's still, it, it doesn't matter, does it? It's still, we still put it in the area when it's put in, basically, is what I'm saying. But this one, this is another outswinger to Matt. Big yep. contact, big Back solid zone. Yeah. Yep. And uh, then, clear, clear off the line. Three shots in total before we score? Yep. Yeah, because uh, Matt heads it towards goal. It's clear off the line. Matt gets to follow up. Yeah. And then, it's, does it Salah. go out to Matt? Salah, Salah Salah and then Salah's... Yeah, and it's what, about 0. 0.7, is it, Rosie? Oh, 0.7, yeah, 0.69. Yeah, scruffy, but who cares at that point? You're thinking that's the... you know. But then, but City are already ahead by this point again, aren't they? So, um, about a yeah. minute before that, they scored, yeah. 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 But um, just, just something we've been talking about all season on the set pieces, uh, we finished the season with 200 and set, 206 shots from set plays. Uh, now, the data I have goes back to 2011 on Fantasy Football Scout, and the previous most by any team over a season there was 180. So we've got 26 more than anybody else has managed before, and we ended with 19 set play goals in the Premier League, which is one every other match. Which is just crazy. And that's, not, heads. and that's not even that's not even including pens. So that's just free kicks, throw-ins. Balls into the box from corners and set plays and stuff. Yeah, one every other match. That's when you put it like that, but that's pretty. That's pretty nuts. It is, and we have chatted a lot this season about mind draw games, and that is an area worked on. Annoyingly, I don't know whether you saw a match at City Top 
on um, corner goals, I think. Goal, it is, but it's all. It, I'd love to do an analysis and get the data to do it because all cities are from second, third phase balls, not direct first balls. Really. Yeah, that's what I and, thought. Yeah, it, it was so just annoying because I, I was like, we've done this and we know that we're the best at this shit. On City the main have got, City have not, got the second lowest corner completion in the league. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's, it's context, it's, isn't it? Yeah, so it's a different type of threat. So, you know, but, you know, you could do... Ours is all around winning the initial ball, winning the initial corner in and getting headers on. Yeah, into areas to then yeah. create from that, yeah. And, and ours are systematic. Uh, I know so, so some of it's variability in luck and the, and the rest of it, but I, I, I do generally think we aim for areas that are weakness of the opposition. I think we've shown that time and time again, and we aim to have the right player at the right time to get a head-on goal or knock it down. Um, and we vary our attack in terms of in or out, depending on the opposition as well. Whereas I think City, I haven't seen the data, but I would imagine from what you've just said, it, it's very much put it into the area and, and so, uh, Rodri seems to have scored a few from headers. So, you know, a, a, a traditional way of looking at set pieces. I think if you're scoring a goal every other game from a set piece, both teams, I think there's definitely marginal gain systematic elements to both teams as Success this season from set pieces. I don't think we can say ours are and theirs is. is no, no, I think that's fair, right? Yeah. I mean, also goes back to. I think you guys have said. I mean, they conceded any? Is it, have they conceded any? That's what I was going to say. Don't think they have. It, to win the league, to win the Premier League, you've got to be good aerially and you've got to defend set plays to attack set plays. Yeah. Those are some yeah. of the tenets of winning the league. No matter how your pattern of play is in between yeah. the boxes, you have to dominate both boxes to win the league. Yeah. And still, as you just point, rightly pointed out, we shouldn't uh, dismiss City like that. They do that as well as we do. They dominate both boxes. But if that one point, we could do. We could talk about set pieces. We could talk about penalties. We could talk about off officials. We could talk about injuries. There's so many factors that go into both teams being this good. Yeah, it's just unfortunately it hurts to say after two seasons when we probably should have won it and we haven't. Um, how painful it is, but it's just a little bit of random. Well, like a De Bruyne deflected goal at Anfield, I think ultimately yeah. for me is a three point. Yeah. That's a three point swing right there. Or Fab missing an open goal in the last two minutes. I well, again, that's another three point swing there. So yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, let's just talk about the last one, last little stats line for the season. Another theme, obviously, Rosie. Last goal of the season from pressing. Hey, hey. <laughs> a group press in the in the penalty box. <laughs> Salah and Bobby. That's a counter press for you. Salah and Bobby. Yeah. All the old firm. <laughs> on um, on eight Nuri, I think it was, and then and Robbo just pounces it. In it was. It was a couple. Yeah, there were a couple of Wolves players involved, but it was mainly on Nuri, and uh, yeah, and then it's cleared and worked really well. But I've got a, I've got our pressing stats for the season in terms of um, just to give some context to. Do you want to hear them, Rosie? Yeah, these are superb. We were talking about these before. So we have ended up with 167 shots from pressing this season in all comps. Uh, the ones we collected, we don't. We remember we don't collect some, you know, um, the, the early round League Cup and FA Cup that kind of stuff. Um, 32.5 expected goals from 167 shots gives you an xG per shot of 19.5 percent. That is extremely high. Uh, the league average shot quality. 
is just under 10%. For, it's all teams, all shots, just under 10. I think it's about 9.8%. Rosie, what's our shot quality this season? Uh, 0.123, so 12.3%. Yeah, and so ours is 19.5% from pressing, 12.3% all shots, which means the uplift from pressing value is 37%. Shots from pressing are 37% more valuable on average than shots from uh, just all shots. Um, and the other thing, the other way you can see the value of pressing um, on the shoot is, is on shot accuracy. So we have had, we are at 65 of those 167 shots have been on target, which is uh, 39% of the shots on target. And our shots on target rate of all for all shots is 32%. Uh, and so that's an uplift of 17% for shots which are on target um, by pressing. So I, I think... Like Rob knows what to do. <laughs> well... It's the best play you make you'll, you'll ever have, Rosie. Yeah, we've, we've, yeah. How many times have we said that? If we had a, if we had, if we had someone collecting, how many times we've said that over the years? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. going for hundred. Yeah. So you know, people. We always talk. Maybe one of those things we always say. Well, people talk about the high line, and you know, the, you know, it's always the risk reward. Maybe, uh, maybe we can quantify the risks. Uh, the, no, we can quantify no. the rewards better with this. So Get like, it on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I'll put something out to be honest. Um, on this one yeah i'll, I'll pull, pull it together but uh, any other business chaps on a wolverhampton wanderers no 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 it, yeah yeah well we're, we're, we're too, we're too more important things to look forward to right anyway so we've had a suggestion that um we do a little stats um preview for the cup final um and I think that's a really good idea. Rather than trying to do something now, Bart's to do maybe, maybe we could do something on Thursday quickly. You know, a little yeah. twenty-minute pod, fifteen, twenty-minute pod, just on a preview. I agree. Have a look at the diary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I am, I'm appearing to, for those who want to know where I am next. I am on the committee pod um, tomorrow Got with three Dave in a, three in a row Ooh. with Dave Hendrick, Gags, and Mochatra. So that is going to be fun. Considering the last window, we signed um, Chiuameni, um Darwin Nunes, and Conrad Lehmer. I'm not sure who we're going to sign this one, but we'll, we shall see. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> for those who listening, that was our January window, our January shopping window. Yes. So, yeah. No, we 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 got some we got some good ones there. I think. You mean? I'm only joking. What's that? I said you missed Diaz. Um, <laughs> yes, because yeah, we did actually. We discussed Diaz actually because and um, what happened was this was this was before Diaz signed, obviously because uh, at the start of the window. And Gag said he wanted somebody who was primarily a nine, uh, right? And then so Dave Dave's targets Dave's shortlist was primarily nines, hence Nunes. Although he can play wide as well, but that, but yeah, he's not bad though, Rosie. That chap. Remember when we played Benfica? He wasn't. He didn't. Send, no, he didn't no, no, yeah, no. All three, all three are superb now, and I'm not arguing yeah. with the target. Nah. <laughs> but yes, we'll try and be. We will try and fit in a quick preview for 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 Real Madrid, and we will we will put something out for subscribers. Yeah, we definitely. Otherwise, thank you, Rosie. No worries. Uh, I am not here for next week. Gags will be hosting. Somebody else will be hosting. I'm not here, so this is the last you'll hear of me on the on the on the season on the review shows this season. It's oh, been a wow. blast. 
We are. Cheers, it's been Dan. emotional. Cheers, Dan. It's been a blast. You know, 92 points. We still didn't win. It's just, uh, what can you do? <laughs> for morning football teams. But for those going to Paris, stay safe, enjoy the ride, and yeah, all the safe. best. Up the Reds. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.